All right, we're recording. Um, I'm listening to Pennywise from the Ashes is the album. So if you want to uh, not just hear my voice and also maybe listen along, you can do that. Pennywise from the Ashes. I don't even know why I said it again. You just rewind it with that little uh, button. Anyways, accents. Yeah, so about accents. Um, I was uh, getting ready earlier, and I was I don't know how I got on to accents in my head, but I just started wondering if over time, because of podcasts and the internet and uh, social media and being able to hear all these other people's accents from all over the world and these young kids that are going to be using, I mean, you see little kids with iPhones watching YouTube all day long. I wonder if we're going to slowly form one universal accent as we all continue to just uh, listen and converse universally over the internet. That or we'll just end up uploading ourselves to the internet and we'll all just hang out there in kind of a Wally situation. I don't really know. I didn't. I, I, I technically saw that movie, but I fell asleep in the beginning and woke up towards the end and there was fat people rolling around and everyone always talks about how that's the future. So whenever I talk about uploading myself to the internet, I think that must be what Wally's about. So do you realize that James Franco and Seth Rogen and all those guys basically just get to hang out and make movies? That's so awesome. I'm sure they're working crazy hard and all that stuff. But I mean, could you imagine? But here's the thing. They have fun doing that. How cool would it be to be able to just hang out with your friends, do something that's fun, and then you get to make some money doing it? I think that's dope. I think it would be fun. I would like to make movies. I just think the amount of work in it is way too much for the amount of enjoyment that I would get out of it, if that makes sense. I would like to write music for movies, and then I can just be be not a part of the on-set stuff. Have you ever been on a movie set? I was on a movie set one time. It was miserable. It was awesome, but it was miserable. And I guess maybe that's the rush that everyone's going for. I'll put it this way. I had fun because I was just helping. I had written a little song with my sister that was in the movie. And uh, there's a scene where the band's playing and I was supposed to be there to make sure they kind of looked like they knew what they were doing and stuff. And uh, when we were there, it was just, I could just, I felt like I walked in to, have you ever gone over to someone's house and there's just been this huge fight and just everyone's giving you that look out of the side of their eyes like, hey, hey, just be aware, read the vibe, read the room, which is something I've realized people do not know how to do anymore is read the room. Jeez, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I just, I was in line at uh, the coffee shop the other day and there was a guy in front of me and he was just so frustrated that uh, it was taking a while and there was a line and he was like the second person in line. I was like the third one. And he kept telling the lady, hurry, hurry, I'm in a hurry. And, and I was sitting there like, dude, you came in here. You were aware of how much time it was going to take you to get to wherever you need to be. You were the one who said, you know what? Even though I'm on a time crunch, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and go get some coffee. When you made that decision, you now entered a variable of other humans also being alive and doing things. I mean, as long as you're trying to not be in the way of my life, 
I don't really care what you're doing. So if, if I'm going to get coffee and, and when I'll put it this way, when I am going to get coffee, but I'm also on my way to work, if I'm running late and I stop to get coffee, I'm well aware that I might now be really late. That's my decision. I just want coffee and I'm going to go get it. And if I'm late, then there you go. But this dude was so mad at the lady that it was taking a while. And I was like, man, she just came to work today to do her job. She's not trying to mess with you. This, there, there wasn't any secret initiative for uh, making you wait longer. I promise you she wanted you to be out of the building as soon as possible. So anyways, on this movie set, every single place I walked into was like walking into that house that I explained earlier. I just, I, everywhere I went, someone had just gotten in trouble or someone was just mad at someone and I was just like, good Lord. And I guess maybe that's the whole like theater kid thing. Everyone's dramatic, but I mean, I, not everyone working on a movie is a theater kid. Uh, but anyways, that all that stuff is why I don't want to be on a movie set. I, I uh, did you did you hear? Did you hear that? Uh, all the grips are thinking about going on strike. I feel like there was a lot of people talking about strike a lot, and then like at one point, I saw the director and he just walked off to just off, just away into the away from everybody, and I was like, "What's he doing?" And I think I said it out loud because someone next to me was like, "He's trying to go get away." And I was like, oh my God, this guy, he's like, I just want to make a movie. I thought I'm kind of in charge, so I feel like it should look this way. And then you've got hundreds of other people, free-willed spirits, (laughs) who want to do things the way that they think is right because they know in their head that it's probably better than the way you're seeing it. Wouldn't it be awesome when we can all just upload ourselves to the internet and we, we don't talk uh, in words anymore? It's this uh, almost, uh, what's that word? Telepathy. Telepathic. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome when we can all just talk telepathically to each other and it's this real f- smooth, fast, I know what you're going to say and then I start to respond and then you know what I'm going to say and we're just moving so quickly. Good Lord, the amount of stuff we'll be able to get done. I wonder what kind of fights we'll have then too. Hmm. Could you imagine being in an argument that moves that quickly? Hopefully that means it would get resolved quickly. If, you, uh, if you've been married 30 years and then got divorced, maybe that would happen in like a year. Probably not. Everything will be going so fast. You'll just, you'll just know that's how you're going to find your soulmate. That's how you're going to find your soulmate in the future is this telepathic form of communication. And it won't matter where you are because we'll all be on the internet. So you'll have the entire fish in the sea. That's What, what is that expression? You know, um, there's, a lot of, there's plenty of other fish in the sea. Yeah, the sea is going to be the internet. And the, 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 the fishing rod is going to be the telepathy. That's going to be weird, right? How will you make kids on the internet? Will we make kids? It'll be AI. That's going to be our child. AR will be AI will be our child, and then that's the next uh, phase of humans. Well, that's what we'll evolve next to is some some form of telepathic, artificial intelligent fight resolving species. James Franco. 
I think what they're doing is really fun. So that's why that was written down. Uh, Sarah, my dog, she's been waking me up every morning by the smell of her breath right in my face. And I just, I start to hear this sound and I just feel this, this air beating on my face. And, uh, (laughs) uh, sorry, I was in an inappropriate laugh moment there. Um, yeah. So my dog, man, having a dog, I love her, but she's the biggest pain in the ass. And I'm glad in a way, because I wanted her to teach me like some responsibility before my kid got here. But the thing is, at least eventually my kid will understand what I'm saying. Eventually I'll be able to say, hey, stop doing what you're doing. And he's going to go, yeah, I know those words. Um, okay. And if he doesn't want to, we can sit and talk about why he should. But the fact that I just, she just looks at me with that, I have no idea what you're saying to me and I'm going to do whatever I want. Look, oh man, that is brutal. So I was at church this weekend and we were in the green room. If you don't know what that is, that's so douchey. I'm not even going to say that. You know what a green room is and there's no need for me to try to explain that. Um, So we were in a room. It doesn't even matter that it was a green room. That's that's one of those uh, extra details I'm trying to work out of my conversations. Just I tend to overpaint a picture when I explain things. You may not be able to tell now because I'm just staring at a wall talking. But like if we, you and I, were interacting, I just get real into what I'm talking about. And then usually when I'm on the drive home, I redo the entire conversation and go, "Did I? What all did I say?" It's just uh, it's a weekly thing. I feel like. My life is just going out into society, gathering information and interacting. And then I come back and then I analyze and go, how did I do? And that sounds so freaking weird, but but it is what it is. I mean, maybe it doesn't sound weird to you, but if, if you told me that, I think you were probably a little sociopathy, which I don't feel like I am. I feel like my uh, empathy ratings are off the charts most of the time. Yeah. What was I talking about? Accents and stuff? Oh, the church conversation. So yeah, we were talking about people who have strong opinions and blah, 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 that whole conversation. And I just started thinking. And so I started talking off the cuff and I was figuring this out as I said it. So I don't really know what they were. I hope they don't all think that uh, I was super passionate about what I was saying. But I was kind of realizing that I don't really have strong opinions on anything. Or let me put it this way. I don't care about my opinions. They're really strong, but like they're just mine. You have yours. What are yours? I'm curious. Tell me. That should be interesting. And then I can put that into what I'm thinking and try to figure something out. I don't think any of us are absolutely right about anything except when it comes to like science and math and all those kinds of things that can be proven as uh, true. What are those called? Proofs? Truths? I don't know. Uh, But yeah, so we were talking and I I was telling everybody basically that. I was like, yeah, I don't really care about my opinions. Uh, I I have ones that maybe are strong, so I guess I should correct how I said that earlier, but that I was just basically saying 
I, I, I'm very aware that the only reason I feel a certain way about things is because how I grew up, my environment, what I was around, what was told to me, what I was uh, opened up to, what I had seen, everything that has influenced the person that I have become has all played a part in why I feel a certain way about certain things. And so to assume that yours is going to be exactly like mine and should be seems weird. Yeah, so there, so there's that. I also uh, shared uh, at church <laughs> this week that I think if there's such thing as port, I would love to talk to Neil deGrasse Tyson about this, but if there's such thing as portals, I think I found one. So I, now that I'm having a kid, I started thinking like this, he wasn't here and now he's here. Well, how did he get here? through the birth canal. And I was sitting there going, holy shit. I think the only portal in existence that I am aware of is between, between women's legs. That's unbelievable. I feel like people always talk about the, the magic of birth and the wonder of birth. And maybe, maybe... I just didn't care until I had a kid on the way. But recently I've just been going, this is unbelievable. And then you got to think like if Jesus, how did, how did they say Jesus got here? So, so he was somewhere else and then he got here. How did he get here? Through a portal. That just blew my mind. Uh, it also could be totally inaccurate, but that's that's why you that's why you don't hold too tight to your thoughts. You just have them and enjoy them, and then you talk to other people and see what they think. And you might realize, holy shit, I was wrong. That happens to me a lot. Have you ever, have you ever <laughs> asked a question to someone, and the look on their face let you know that you were so far off from what you even needed to know to ask the question right? They're just so depressed on how they're about to have to explain that to you to catch you back up. Oh man, that happened to me recently. I can't remember where I was. I can't even remember what it was about, but I don't know a whole lot about too many things. I know random things. I can, I could, I could tell you that, uh, coyotes at night when they're howling and you hear them all doing that crazy sound like they're really eating each other alive. That's actually a roll call when they're doing that. They're sounding off, and if, uh, and if someone is missing, it actually triggers the females to go into heat and make more coyotes. But then I can, uh, I can be at O'Reilly's, and they can say, um, is your car uh, anything other than a Volkswagen Golf? And I'm going to go, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Man, where was I? Penis. Vagina. Two words that when I said them, I felt you get a little uncomfortable. Why is that? That is something that I've been really frustrated with. And I'll explain. If I was to go on, on Google right now, here, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll pull, I'll pull her up. If I was to go on Google and type in Male anatomy. That's dangerous. 
and I click on uh, this little diagram, and I look at the scientific definition, and it says penis. But if I say that in public, everyone's going to freak out. Why did we do that? Why did we do that? Tell me. Why? I, I think, I mean, I have, I have a little boy on the way, and I'm going to have to be like, yeah, that's your penis. And so then he's going to go out, and he's going to be talking, and he's going to be like, yeah, I have a penis. And then some mom, or there I go, sexist Johnny again, some mom or dad, my mom wasn't that nagging. Why is it that I think, when I think nagging, I think it was just where I grew up. I think it was a demographic thing, not a, not a wo- woman thing. I lived in uh, McKinney, Texas most of my life, and I feel like the mothers that were around in that demographic for some reason or another seemed to be a little extra naggy about things. Or maybe it's the way social media paints them. Either way, I'm aware that not all women are exactly how I'm describing. But... I just see this, I foresee this scenario where someone's coming up and they're like, your little boy said the word penis. And I'm like, yeah. Well, well, how, did he, how did he use it? In which way did he say it? From there, we can discuss whether or not it was wrong. I don't know. This, this is the kind of stuff that is going to be brutal to figure out while I raise a child. Oprah, I can talk about Oprah real quick. So everyone wants Oprah to be president now, apparently, because she gave a good speech at the Golden Globes. I had stopped watching by then. Kind of wish I would have saw it. I bet it was killer. Oprah's cool, man. She seems really nice. She really loves love, you know, like she wants everyone to love and love and stuff. She gave all that stuff away all the time, and that's cool. Um, I was watching some game show the other day, and some guy won like $3,000, and I was like, sweet. Now he can pay for his flight home. But... uh I don't know if all of a sudden she should be president. I mean, I have a theory that we're not even going to have presidents in like 50 years. I feel like all this happening right now is showing everyone, okay, we got to rework this system. This is not technology, society, everything's advancing. We got to find a new way to do this thing. I don't know what it is. Don't ask me what I think it should be. I don't. I would love to talk about that another time. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like she's a nice lady. She's really smart. You can talk all the business since you want. Uh, whatever. I'm sure she's well more qualified than me. I just don't think that she's the most qualified yet. That's all I'm saying. Just give it a second. It's one speech. Donald Trump's speeches at the beginning didn't sound too bad. There's plenty of people who heard his speeches in the beginning were like, hey, and right now they're like, oh, no, 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 no. So yeah, just hold up one second before you say Oprah should be president. Just wait, just a minute. Just read, read a few things, think about it. Look at some other people that could be wanting to run. I don't know. I'm going to go make a sandwich. Look who you are, just a member of society.